Hey folks, Tony Bryan coming to you once again in the off season. Um, we are looking forward to coming back to you real soon with some brand new episodes. But in the meantime, we do have these little bonus episodes for you. Here we have an extended conversation with the skinny devil himself, David McLean. And he is the founder of the Lexington Music Awards. We were only able to give you just a little bit of the conversation that we had with him in episode 12. So we're really excited to be able to bring you the full conversation here in the off-season in time for you to go to LexingtonMusicAwards.org and participate in this week's, in this year's uh, festivities. So have a listen, go vote for your favorite bands, and have a great day. Here it is. Yeah, and you're right, and I really want to, as much as you've got so, a lot of cool stuff to talk about, I do want to kind of focus on the music awards, so. Cool. In which case, let me pull up the music awards page, just so I've got that. Because I always forget bands if I, like, because people, you know, well, who won such and such last year? And I'm like, um, hell, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're really great, that. though. <laughs> Well, the funny thing is, like, the night of the award show, like, there's so many moving parts to a, to a event like that. I, You know, I've seen all the winners, so everybody assumes I know them, but I'm like, I don't remember, man. I'd, like, I wrote it down, I sent it to the guy in doing the engraving, and I, I'm just as surprised as anybody. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're full of shit, and I'm like, yeah, you do one of these. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like, I really have no idea who's about to win. Oh, no, uh, big, complicated events like that with a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're crazy. They're fun though. It's I, they have a blast. So, all right. All right. I got all that pulled up just in case you ask any any questions about that. Well, we will talk about the the thing. I don't. Cool. I, yeah, I'm gonna ask you to turn it around there, and I'm sure you know your mic discipline. It is a front facing mic, so okay. just kind of. Yeah, I have a I have a tendency to do this and pull this. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's the only problem we have is these aren't super long telescoping things yet. Oh no, that's that's it. Keep, it keeps me uh, from being too lazy. And <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to smack me every time I'm at UKY because I'm, you know, that you can pull them all. You know, mm -hmm. and I, the next thing I know, I got my feet up on the board and I'm, you know, chatting and they're like, "Man, could you like get any like just a little less relaxed? Would be great." And I'm like, "Sorry." Yeah, we actually got uh, this. This program traces its roots to WRFL. Is that right? Yeah, it yeah, started out yeah, as a, yeah. a Wednesday morning. Uh, we did two hours, and we did all Kentucky artists. Yeah. So uh, that's what we. That's how we got our start uh, doing this, and then um, I stopped going to UK. So yeah. we and uh, you know we kind of wanted to have a little bit more freedom to. Uh, that's mine. A uh, <laughs> little bit more freedom, so we. Uh, we changed over to this kind of a format. So let me uh, let me get my legal stuff out of the way. Can I get your name, please, sir? No. Well, now this has never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've got a mask on, so I'm I'm a ninja now. So I don't oh, get any names. David McLean. All right, David. And do I have permission to use this audio recording for my podcast? Of course. Excellent. Of course. Absolutely. All right. So we'll be a little wandering. We do have an editor, so, you know, 
who happens to be my 19-year-old son. Perfectly. Well, you know, I, I, I often will get long-winded on these because I get excited about it. Oh. The next thing I know, they're like, they're going, you know. Yeah, so. oh, and we won't do that. I'll, with, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it with Malachi on the back end. Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> the 20 minutes down to 30 seconds, yeah. Well, no, eight minutes, but... Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I'm all the time being like, okay, you've got to cut me short. I'm rambling. You've got to do something about me, Malachi. Trim it down. But So we are pleased to be joined here in Nuthouse Studios with uh, David McLean, who is the founder and the, the, the mastermind behind the Lexington Music Awards, as well as many other things. David, welcome to Bluegrass Homefront. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this. We, uh, we're, we're so glad you took the time. I know you're very busy with doing guitar lessons and doing music lessons at, on uh, here around town, and we thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Absolutely, man. I had the blast. So uh, tell us when the Lexington Music Awards got started. Uh, well, we're coming up on the seventh one, so what would that have been, um, 2014, 2015, whatever the... Um, yeah, I think the first one was, was January, or, or well, February of 2015, and then the others have all been January. Um, we always tuck it right between the uh, the end of the playoffs and the Super Bowl, because there's always a week off there. Right you go. There. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. a lo- that's, that's, that's lovely marketing. Yeah, yeah, I that's, must where we, admit. that's where we pin it. The, the Grammys finally caught up with that idea and did that last year, too, oh. so we were, we were competing with the Grammys, but so that's okay. Our show's always better. So what yeah, you're, the Grammys are just copying you is what's going on. That's what's going on, man. So what was the inspiration for the Lex Music Awards? Um, you know, that's a great question, and, and, and it could be a long-winded answer. I'll, I'll just say, to, to make it real short, that the idea had been um, talked about among dozens and dozens of people for years. Um, and then I had a conversation um, with Tom Martin. You may know Tom. He's From um, the radio. He, at the time, was, uh, yeah, he, at the time he, was, he was with the um, Lexington Area Music Alliance, and mm-hmm. as a nonprofit, I thought it would be a great project for them. Of course, they had their hands full with a million other things going on at the time. Um, and, and he said, you're right, it'd be a great project. You're like, why don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he gave me all these reasons why it, why it wouldn't work. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, he was, he was lining up, like, here are the things you're going to face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll, you, you know the, to, to get this off the ground is just a, a monumental task. And he was right about every single one of them. Um, we, I, I ran into every one of those walls. Um, but what I, what I decided was just, you know, it was time to do it. Um, you know, the, 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 the every major metropolitan area in the country, um, or almost everyone anyway, has um, some sort of music awards, you know, whether you're, whether you're talking, you know, Vegas or L.A. or, or Boston. Does Louisville, or, do we know, does Louisville have music awards? Yes, they certainly do, yeah, in Cincinnati. Um, so is it, is it just Lexington music artist or is it? Statewide. Excellent question. Um, we decided early on that was one of the big questions that came up. What's the geographical boundaries? And we opted to let each voter decide what they felt the geographical boundaries could be. We had arguments that it should be just Lexington. Um, initially, we were going to call it the Kentucky Music Awards. If you if you go way back to the early blogs, that's what we were initially calling it. But that seemed like a, a, a much larger endeavor than any of us were prepared to take on. It, yeah, as um, as we have as we are people who 
thought so arrogantly that we're going to examine Kentucky music, we have ran into the fact that it is a there is a wall of music. Well, it is. It's a huge endeavor, and and, and people don't realize that the, the depth of any, like you could just, you know, throw a dart at any musical style, and you're going to end up having to do a deep dive. It, it doesn't matter whether it's hip-hop or jazz or country it, or rock. It really or reggae. Classical, there's a reggae band reggae. in Lexington. There are reggae bands, and there's a whole Okay, yeah. I have one yeah. on the top of my head, but there are. I guess yeah, there are more. they're amazing artists, too. We're not talking like, you know, oh, this is the obligatory reggae. They're all right. Oh, no. You there's know, these guys are top yeah, just flight. Four. Like, all of them are top flight. Um and that's kind of how it is in, in pretty much anything. And so we, we opted to go with the Lexington. We were initially going to say Lexington Area Music Awards, um, but the acronym for that LAMA is the exact same thing as the Lexington Area Music Alliance, and we didn't want to confuse, confuse with people. their organization um, because we didn't want anybody to think that they were endorsing the, the or that it was one of their projects or something. And, and you know, and then, of course, if I screw something up, then it's looking bad on them. Right. Um so we just went with Lexington Music Awards, um, and and um, but but to your point in terms of the the area, um, we had arguments everywhere that it needed to be just Lexington, you know. But then you get around like, well, what if the band has like a member from Richmond and a member from yeah, you know, yeah. and that's the that's actually more often than not that's the case. Exactly. Very quickly, you get into like purity tests. Yeah, and then so then then the argument became, well, maybe it should be. You know, Lexington in any county line that touches, but then of course we, you know, we had people outside of that, and then you know, then it became. Um, we even had arguments that anybody who who, you know, performs in Lexington a lot and is a major, um, a major deal in the Lexington music scene, even if they're out of state. So then it became. So it was really really difficult to nail it down, and we finally opted to just say, look, who, if you're voting, vote any way you want. Okay. You know, if, if if you feel that you know Moorhead has has the the jazz artist that you want, but Elizabeth Town has the country band you want, and Somerset has this this great blues band, and like whatever, you know, do whatever you want to do. And for those who go, this should just be Lexington, then we're like, well, then just vote Lexington, like whatever you want to do. And know? whoever gets the most votes wins. Well, it's supposed to be community driven, so I thought rather than micromanaging it from the top down, what I needed to do was shut the hell up, get out of the way, and let many minds make the decisions rather than me, you know, being some dictator at the top of the thing. I'm basically just a ringleader. I I, I pulled it together, and I think we have the best awards program that I've ever seen in any, whether it's the Grammys or down to locals. And I think that because, precisely because I'm not smart enough to do it on my own. So my my one piece of smartness was to get the hell out of the way and let all those ideas come to the table. Because we've got hundreds, if you, if you went back and looked through like, for example, all the Facebook group discussions, you know, there were hundreds of posts with hundreds of comments each you know, some polite and some not so polite as people were sort of battling to get their ideas across. And that's why it's so good, because it was so, it was so community driven. And, and so that's kind of what I born what in I, that crucible of ideas and kind of the best ones had to win. Yeah. Well, and sometimes the best ones don't even win. Just the 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 the, um, 
that, that it still gives people, the, for example, during the public portion of the voting, they can still vote any way they want. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys could disagree completely about it. You don't have to make up your mind. You just have to make up yours and you make up yours and you vote any way you want. And at the end of the day, whoever wins is going to win. So um, take us through the nomination and awarding process then because it sounds interesting, but how does a band get nominated? How how are, How is the winner chosen? Take us through that process. They pay me lots of money under the table. No, well, I'm see, that is the <laughs> – now, why didn't I well, think of that? Um, no, the, the it's a three-tier process. Um, it's So we've got a, a public segment, and normally the public segment of the voting starts in, in September at, at Labor Day. Um, but we were dragging feet waiting to see if we were going to get through this COVID thing. So we, that, so we had just, we've actually just today, as we're speaking right now, several hours ago, we, we posted the public ballot. So we'll, we'll have it for a much shorter duration of time. But, uh, but at any rate, the tier one is public ballot. So anyone can vote for anyone. Um, so just tell us who you think. So uh, given that they can vote for anyone anywhere, yes. is are you encouraging people who have some sort of a tie to Lexington? I mean, are we looking for bands that the whole com- the common denominator is they play in Lexington or they're from Lexington? There's some reason that we can sure. connect them to Lexington. Sure, it's a it's a very Lexington centric. But I, again, I don't have to dictate that because that ends up being what people do. I guess if you ter- when you turn people loose on the public balloting, you're not going to get a bunch of bands voted for who've never been to Lexington and never played anywhere here. Yeah, so. once in a blue moon you do. I mean, sometimes someone's just joking. I mean, you get the you know you get people in there and they're just gonna you know they're the, just gonna say funny stuff. Yeah, the Bodie McBoatface effect because yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. internet. You know, the, uh, David's mom should win. You know, and <laughs> like in every category, kind of kind of crap, but. Um, but that's cool too, really. I mean, you know, people are getting involved in whatever in whatever way, and I, I you know, I love that stuff. But, so how many? But basically, categ- yeah, basically that's what's happening is people vote. You know, occasionally you'll get people voting on only Louisville area acts, for example, or only Cincinnati area acts. But generally speaking, we get far more votes for. Um, you know, if I put it on a map, you you would you know it, it would still be, you know. Three or four counties removed, probably, but still. There's you know, a tie to Lexington. A tie yeah. To, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So give us an idea of the categories that we're talking about here. Well, we have four large sections. One is industry, so that would cover things like best venue, best you know, um, recording studio, best music store, things of that nature. Because what, one of the driving ideas behind this is it couldn't just be everybody else's award show where it's basically musicians patting each other on the back. I'm so awesome. I'm, right. You know, um, and, and don't get me wrong. That's kind of, there's a certain coolness to that too, because well, yeah. w- when you're being recognized uh, by, by your, your peers, peers yeah. exactly, exactly. But, but that you're going for a more people's choice feel here than a SAG well, awards. What we were really driving at also was a recognition, which is why we have a public segment of the voting as well as a, as a panel is we were really driving at there's an entire music community and it doesn't start and end with the guy on stage. Okay. So the first um, group is all industry of it's, awards. It's all industry. It's, you know, because someone is, is repairing those instruments or selling those instruments or there's venues you're playing, there's places you're learning. Checking the know, sound, everything. All, yeah. We've got, we've got one for, for uh, best sound tech. You so know. Uh, is there a category for best music podcast? 
there there is not yet but as they are growing uh, <laughs> we we add categories well, every year we're not adding one this year obviously we've actually so I, I have brought along if you'll notice here i've brought along this nice envelope full of full of cash full of cash that's right so i'm yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. i'm gonna reach under the table <laughs> And uh, we just make this happen in a couple we're, months. We're going to have to re- have a real discussion about his ta- cash flow now, though. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I should never make jokes like that because someone out there will hear that, take it seriously. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be, See, I'll now be we can never win either. Like, if you add it next year, we can never win because right, I've made that right. joke. Well, but. It's not the only time I've made that. Yeah, I've made that joke on WKY, and I've made that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we're in good company. <laughs> You're in good company. So yeah. what's, the, what's the second category? Okay, so the second section would be for... Um, sort of like you'd see in trade, well, like in, say, Guitar Magazine or Modern Drummer. So it would be the, the performer section, you know, best guitar player, best drummer. Instruments. You know, best horn player. Yeah, yeah. So the, the actual performers, best male vocal, best female vocal. So vocals um, are considered in this particular category, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Per, the, the actual performance of, yeah, yeah. So so um, it, it would be just honoring excellence in, in individual performance. Okay. Um, the next section would be um, the style category, and that's what you'd see, like, normally in your, like, Grammy Awards and People's Choice. Like country, and, and rock, awards and that kind of stuff. Yeah, best yep. country, yeah, best, best rock, jazz, best, best, best hip-hop, you know, so forth and so on. Um, and then the last one is the specials section, and that covers... Um, album of the year, uh, song of the year, community service award, um, and and things of that nature, as well as a critics' choice award, and then we also have the lifetime achievement awards, um, where we go back and try to recognize, um, basically a lot of the people because this only started a few years ago when it probably should have started in 1980. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So so that's a that's in part an attempt to go back and be able to recognize all the artists who who were who were you know, really opening up this scene so that we can have what we have today. Yeah, when you go and, and I used to spend hours just sort of tooling around in the WRFL archives, just looking at, you know, yeah. old records and yeah, reel exactly. to reels and just all kinds of stuff and, and just amazing what they have there. Just just for that, just that one little weird college radio station. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, there's just, there's a, there's such a huge... Um, you know, heritage to the to the music scene in all in all those areas here, and and, and that's that's among our ways of trying to to um, to honor all of all of that too, because we're all standing on the shoulders of of amazing you know generations of amazing musicians. Absolutely, you know, and, and and so we we, we well, definitely Ken- want to be able to. Kentucky as a state has a lot to be proud of when it comes to music. Oh, absolutely. I yeah, mean, yeah. If you go, back, I mean, a lot of a lot of people say bluegrass, for well, example. I mean, that certainly is. That's just a start. But yep. exactly, exactly. That's just a start because you go back. And, I mean, and if you go way on back, you know, a lot of the early country artists or a lot of the early blues artists or, you know, and, and it's you just could go on and on and on. It, yeah. Um, it, it really is an amazing heritage. And, and Lexington um, ha- has always been a centerpiece of a lot of that. Um, and and there, the, the, which was the, the wonderful educational aspect of it for me was getting into that um, really learning more and more and, and it never stops I mean every year I'm running into somebody who you know who snatches me up at the after party and like you know just like dumps a huge bunch of new information on me <laughs> that I never knew you know that mm-hmm. and, and it's just it's great hearing all that I mean I I I, I heard from the, uh, you know, like a lot of the blues guys one year where they were like, man, you're missing all these. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. then, and then, you know, <laughs> like the, we, we started the uh, the punk and uh, metal categories last year as well. Awesome. And that was a very that was a big eye opener. 
um, it's just all it's always great learning from le- learning about everything that's that's been going on for you know more years than I've been alive in this uh, uh, you know in this in, not just in this in, in the state but in the city as well how long have you been in Kentucky um, I've been in Kentucky most of my adult life you have, okay. yeah yeah I've been in, I was in Lexington years ago and then I left and then I came back and uh, in 2000 so I've been I mean I've been oh, well, 20 okay. years yeah. so yeah I mean consistently so yeah so do you, how many total categories are there in these four larger things? Do oh you know? Gosh, 30 odd, um, 33, 34. Maybe so you just open it up on the website and anybody who wanders in can vote. Yes. And I, and I guess after a while you kind of close it and see who's gotten a lot of votes. Yeah, then we go through and we count the whole thing up. Um, and then from there, um, we have a pro panel. That we that we rotate every year, um, mm-hmm. and and it can be anywhere from half a dozen to a dozen. Um, I think we had like eight or nine last year. Um, like an academy of Lexington sure. Arts and Sciences. So yeah, to speak. yeah. And so what what happens is the public vote gives us two nominees in every category, and then the um, then the pro panel gives us two in every category, and then we just put those out there. We don't go; these are from you know we don't. N- nobody knows whether they got chosen. So there are the four nominees, and then the public comes back and votes again. No, no. no? For once we have the nominees, then we then we send a private ballot just to people who were nominated, and the nominees themselves pick the winners. Really, really, yeah. yeah. Or recipients is a better way to put it, because a lot of times it's not. It, it, it's it's probably not the best way to think of it as like winners because a lot of times what you'll have is is they'll be going you know so and so's really been hustling it this year and so it's their way of honoring that particular that particular artist but not saying so and so is better than so and so sure Does that make any sense so, so is it just like the people who were nominated this year who get to vote or is it previous awardees how do you, how do you make those determinations the, the pro panel is generally made of people who are previous nominees but the final vote of nominees or just current nominees. Wow. So the just the 2020 nominees, they will lo- they'll hopefully take a minute and listen to the different genres and do they vote yeah. on their own category? They vote on all categories, yes. Wow, that's interesting. You yes. sort of so, build your own academy. Well, the idea is that they and, and and oddly most of them don't. Well, it's probably split about 50-50, but a lot of a lot of the people don't vote for themselves. Um, because they feel it would be like an arrogant thing to do. And then you have other people go, well, like everybody thought enough to put me in here. I'm not going to vote against myself. And that, that makes sense. That too. makes sense too. Yeah. I might um, just abstain from a category in which I was nominated. Some people do abstain. And, and that, that's another, that's certainly a thing that some, some folks do. And some people don't vote in every category. They, they, they'll just come straight out and say, you know, I, I don't know anything about say the, the classical, you know, mm-hmm. scene, or I don't know anything about the country scene. And so they just don't vote in, in, in every category, and that's that's quite common as well. And then others, you know, if they're nominated for something, they're just like, yeah, but I don't, I, I just think this other guy should get it anyway. <laughs> you know, so sometimes <laughs> I like that music. What yeah. do you want yeah. from me? So it's very it's very much mixed up in how they vote, and it and and with that many in there, it ends up, you know, you don't run into any any um, any major conflicts or anything. Well, so. that is a fascinating model. I have no, I have, I don't I don't think I've ever heard that process for how a music. That things like that are determined. I, I really, I'm impressed. I must admit. Well, we we felt that the last one was sort of like that peer review type thing, mm-hmm. so to speak, and then and then you have sort of the public thing, but partly just acknowledging that the audience is is like 
an extremely important part of all our careers. Sure. Yeah. You know? That's why any of us have um, careers. Yeah. Exactly. And and so that we want them to be able to have their say as well. And then of course the the um, the, the idea of a pro panel is more like say the, the way the Grammys or something would be, mm-hmm. or the you know the SAGs or something of that nature, like you mentioned. Um, so we thought it'd be a good way to have sort of all three. And and not because most of the time you try to mix things that it just doesn't work out. But w- since we have three tiers, it's happening by itself at different time. levels. So, so yeah. one's not influenced by the other one. Mm. Um, it's pretty so, great. So we thought that'd be a, a good way to go. I, you know, it, it, well, I'd like to lay claim to it. It's it's not only great; it's the best I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't come up with it. I forgot who came up with the idea. I'm sure you know. Again, if this you know someone will email me and go, that was my idea. Remember, it was on Facebook, you know, or, or, or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it, it wasn't my idea. Um, that, that was, um, I think we implemented that year two. Um, the first year, I think we just had a public vote, and then the nominees voted at the end, and then someone said, hey, man, you should do such and such. And I went, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we did. Um, again, I'd like to claim lay claim to it, but it wasn't but you got to be, mine. you know, you got to be smart enough to recognize and implement that. So, I mean, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that yeah. Deserve, you deserve credit for that. So. Well, what what I had told everybody is that you know obviously everybody's bringing ideas to the table, and the one thing that I do is I you know when it's something that needs to to be a decision, it, it's it's on me. You know, yeah. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll make you're the, the traffic cop. Yeah, and I'll make the decision, and then if it's wrong, everybody knows who to blame. If it's right, everybody else gets the everybody right. else gets the credit because I'll be the first to say I didn't come up with it. You know, not sure if you're a sports fan, but that's actually uh, 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 Calipari's model. He's like. Blame me if it goes wrong, and praise them if it goes right. So. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's it, it really is the thing. I mean, I I'm not I'm not just saying that. I mean, right. I, again, those ideas, most of the, I, mo- the 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 area that I can lay credit to is that I just said, you know, screw it, let's do it instead of waiting because because so many of us had talked about it for so long. Um, so you know, I'll I'll take the pat on the back for just like leaping off the cliff. You know, with the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, so there was never a version of this? I would have sworn that around the turn of the century there was a Lexington Music Awards. Not to my knowledge. Now, they did have the um, the, the, the the star on the, like outside the Kentucky Theater. Mm-hmm. You, you've got people who've got the, like their, their name on the, you right. know, in the bricks. They, they yeah. were doing that for a while. Um, and then they, I'm not sure who ran that. I, I need to, I need to find out and get, get back to that. That would be an interesting thing to. Yeah. Get a brick to, on, on main street in Lexington. Yeah. I, I think that's sure. a really, that was a really cool idea. And I think that would be really great. I'd, I'd like to. When you're uh, coming from Somerset, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you or know, anywhere and, really. And, yeah. and I would really like to integrate the, the awards with that concept. Cause I think the lifetime achievement award winners, if nothing else, I think should the get on there. Yeah. yeah I think sure. it'd be great. In fact, this is the first time I've publicly, I've said that in the past, but this is the first time I've said it on the air. So, so you guys got the, got the scoop okay, on well, that one. So if anybody, woo, we're if making any, news, if anybody listening is in, you know, in, in charge of that or had anything to do with that, call me. <laughs> <Because> that was, <laughs> and again, I don't think that wasn't my idea. That was someone else's idea. That, that was one of the many that were, that were thrown out there. You know, how come you guys don't put a, you know, a, a star like a Hollywood walk of fame? Uh, I don't know. Why don't we? Because, well, yeah, exactly. We? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That um, sounds like a great project. You should do that. So you got to learn to do that when people yeah, come to Yeah, yeah, I probably should. I probably should, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the actual show itself. Sure. Uh, and before we talk about what it's going to be like in January, because I know it's not going to be normal in January, let's talk about what it's usually like. Let's talk about what the Lexington Music Awards have been like in previous years. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that's one of the funnest shows like what we don't do i guess i should it's probably easier to start with what we don't do is what you would expect um you know like with the, the not to keep sounding like i'm picking on the grammys i'm not the, the the grammys i think is great but um but the ideas are usually going to like what's the hottest selling thing what's the, the the big you know top three acts let's get them on the stage and that's that's really cool but that's i don't want to do that mm-hmm. um seems like it'll be a little harder to judge here in lexington too i mean you might have one real mainstream artist and then well, what you could do is you could go to the venue owners and go, who just sells out every time? I yep. guess that's, yes, you know, yeah. And, or, you know, or you go down to the... To the um, who's guaranteed the, to sell the tickets, basically. Yeah, who's guaranteed to sell the tickets? Who's selling all the CDs or who's got all the, you know, the most Spotify plays or who's got, you know, that would be the way to do it. And I just said right off, that's not what I'm doing. That is one decision I made early on that I took and I and took a lot of heat for. Um, until after the first show, I think, and then everybody saw it and got what I was after because what what they got, I don't remember all the performers year one, but but this is sort of the typical thing you'd get as you you come out and maybe the first act is, um, you know, we have someone amazing come out and do the national anthem. Sure. You know, like the very first year, Miles Oslin, the, you know, did oh. the yeah, Miles. Miles Oslin is actually our the theme for this show is by Miles Oslin. Yes, and, and you, Miles, if you listen, that that blistering da, 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 that yeah, takes yeah. Up, that's all Miles, and yeah. he was gracious enough to give us permission. He made, he did that back in the '90s and gave us permission. I found that at RFL when I was yeah, yeah. doing the show, and he was gracious enough to give us permission to use it. So. Yeah, well, Miles came down and and he was the very first performer at the Lexington Music Awards ever, cool. the very first show. Um, we introduced him, and he came out and did the national anthem, which and it was amazing. On that blistering um, sax of his, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that kind of kicks it right off. I mean, already you realize this is not a normal show because right. normally what you do is you get like you know a singer up there who's mm-hmm. who's gonna you know with, with massive pipes, and you know you're not gonna do an instrumental version of it. Um, and then we had you know like. We had a classical performer. We had a country performer. We had a pop performer. We had um, we had a, a, a classical percussion ensemble. Awesome! Um, really? You know? Yeah. We we had last year, for example, um, we had Lafayette's um, marching band do just the drum line, mm-hmm. and they started in the back of the theater. So when we introduced them, everybody's looking at the stage, and then they, they, they come marching down from behind everybody. And then they stop in formation and are coming down the, the two aisles of the Lyric Theater, and they and then they come into formation at the front. And they go through the whole. It was it was just an amazing, you know, amazing performance. So we have those types of things. That's not anything you're going to see at you know Super Bowl halftime or, or um, uh, you know, or the Grammy Awards or something like that. Is the Lyric your home for the show thus far? It is. It is. Donald Mason was on the board at the time, and Donald Mason ended up being uh, the director for several years, but he wasn't at the time. And and he called me and said, man, you know, I heard you're doing this thing because I I put something out about it, and and immediately we got a lot of traction. And Donald called me and said, stop whatever you're doing, wherever you think you're going to do it. Just give me a minute. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) You know, and we had we had planned on doing it at, at, at uh, Natasha's, um, which is now closed. But yeah, Natasha's, back when there was a Natasha's. Yeah, yeah, and it was I think about like hundred, hundred and fifty people. or My something wife like loved that. that place because of the Latino effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She loved that place. Um, and so we were going to do it there, but I think within six hours of of putting the event page up, we had more people 
coming to the show than they had seats. Yeah, right. A bit. And, and you and didn't, so, didn't want to start turning people away like before you're even yeah, 24 yeah, hours yeah. into yeah. things. And so we, um, yeah, Donald called, and so I he he got a he brokered a meeting um, with the with the then director. Um, and and went in there and basically he'd already worked it out when I walked in the door. I, I thought I was going to have to do the sales pitch and the whole thing and and he'd um, already co- cleared the way for you. Yeah, Rashida was the director at the time and she already had she already had the paperwork drawn up. And she's like, well, here's what we can do. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know. So Donald <laughs> Donald was the man. Donald Mason. I got I give huge credit to Donald. Um, he he's in San Antonio now. Um, and, uh, and, and so now I'm working with, with the guys, with Whitaker over there and, and the other guys, his, his whole staff, and they're fantastic. Um, everybody who's been a director over there has been wonderful to work with. Every, their crew and their staff has been wonderful to work with. They're, they're, they're definitely under, uh, you know, they're, they're our home. Uh, yeah, for sure. At Heck, least for the foreseeable future. I remember when I moved here. I moved here for the first time in in 2001, and when I would drive downtown, sometimes I would had no idea what down how downtown worked. So I would just drive yeah, randomly, yeah. and I would <laughs> find myself on what I now know to be Third Street, and would pass this when it was still closed and boarded up. Yeah, and it would you would see it says the lyric. It still had the sign. Had it was just yeah. boarded uh-huh. up and. And I was like, "What is that?" And had no idea about the culture and the, the, and it's the history. yeah that yeah, it has it's such a, a you know it's yeah. it's a history at least as storied as the Kentucky and more interesting because oh, yeah. it's live performance, not just movies. Yeah, yeah. So and of and, course, it's also right across the street from TD Young's place, right? Which is which is a, a cool and TD's TD is a bad man. Yeah, that we're we're, we're not even yeah. I love TD. He's awesome, and his his club is awesome. If you haven't been there, you got to. No, we haven't. No, we honestly, he's one of those people that I, I feel like I've got to get to at least season two before I even try to approach because I have heard so much about about him and the music that comes out of that place. Oh, so. yeah. oh, he's amazing and a super nice guy too. Oh yeah, call him up. Call him when we're done. Just call him up. Tell him. Tell him Dave sent you. Uh, we we and he'll will. Say, we will. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Who are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so it sounds like you've had some pretty amazing shows there at the Lyric over the oh, last seven absolutely. years. So, yeah. so tell us, and and we know we'll get back to those shows in twenty twenty one and further in the future. There's some amazing shows to come, but tell me what we're going to do in this in Plague World here. How's twenty twenty going to be different? Yeah, Plague World has has been um, a challenge for for everybody. Um, it, it, in in terms of its impact on us, we had discussions about just not doing an award show, which I didn't want to do. Just so not even have awards? Yeah, so what we've done is we've, we've, we've chopped uh, way back. Um, we've only got the specials category this year. We're not doing the other categories. Um, so we've got a song of the year, album of the year. Um, we'll have a critic's choice, of course. We've got a community service award, and then we'll have a few lifetime achievement awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all we're going to manage to do this year. We, in all likelihood, won't have a live event. I hope we can have some sort of live presentation that we can then, you know, stream, you know, on, on TV or radio or, or something similar. Um, that would be really great because it's just whatever we do is not going to be good. And it's not going to be what the artists deserve and it's not going to be what music fans deserve. It's not going to be what anybody really deserves, but it's, it's Plague World and it's, it's, um, it's what we can do. 
it's what we can do. I'm a guitar player, you know, yeah. so my, my thing is I'm, I'm not even necessarily good at the, you know, I mean, I've produced shows before. I'm, 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 I'm I mean, you've been, this is what, the eighth one of these? I have evidence that maybe you're okay yeah. at it, uh, se- Seventh. This will be the seventh, <laughs> seventh. one. Well, still. And, but I, and I've produced shows in the past, but the, the, this is, it's a different ball game when you're also talking, you know, there, there's all the boring behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, they're, they're, you know, event insurance. What, you know, how's that going to impact event insurance? And, and you know, how does that, you know, how do, how do things impact in terms of, like, the, um, you know, sponsor competence and, and, mm-hmm. and so there's there there are very real fiscal considerations. All the boring stuff no one wants to you know, n- none of that's a the thousand sexy rock star. Eyes, a thousand eyes to dot and T's to cross. <laughs> yeah, none of that's the sexy rock star stuff, but that's the that's the reality of putting those on and, and that's not an area where I excel as well. I, other people could have probably pulled it off and made it amazing. Um, but that's not, that's just not one of my strengths. And well, so it, it, that's, that's, it exists I mean, and that's because of you. So we're not going to, we're not going to look for fault too much. Oh no. I mean, I'm not beating up. I'm just saying that that's a reality of the, of the situation. And, and so my ability to navigate that is not on par with, with, you know, the, with, with other, um, other producers ability to navigate that. Um, but but Lexington is stuck with me at the moment, so uh, so that so so we're we're going to do the best we can, and we're gonna we're gonna try our best to to um, to keep the ball rolling, and uh, and to be really set up for um, you know for the for the twenty twenty two because this is going to happen in January twenty twenty one. Right. Um, so for the hopefully the following year everything will be. You know, we'll we'll all have a massive blowout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a big one. You know, we probably won't have an after party either this year, and that's like half the fun because, like, after have the, a, after the show, there's always an after party. And yeah, have after a just, have an after Zoom call. It's like, oh well, here we <laughs> yeah, are on another not, Zoom not call. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> not the same at all. Well, yeah. So we are excited. We we intend to uh, talk about it in the early episodes of, of season two. We've already kind of got that on the board that we're going to be kind of covering the Lexington Music Awards. Sure. During yeah, season yeah. two, we come back in mid January, so just kind of just in time for that. So awesome, awesome. So we're looking forward to, to seeing the nominees and seeing everything, and and talk. Maybe may come back and give us a recap when it's all said and done, Dave. Absolutely, would love to. Oh, We'd one more to. thing. Do do you have a host? Is there a host? A regular host to this event? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, our MCs are Bill Mech and Angie Bevan from uh, WLEX Channel eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow. So they're they're normally there, and then we we usually have uh, we have the we've got all kind of wonderful partners. We've we've got uh, the um, Ed Mackey from the um, Lexington Fashion Collaborative. Year one, the very first year we did it, called me up and said, "Do you have you know uh, uh, you know your your um, presenter guides and this and that?" And I'm like, "What's a presenter guide?" You know, and he's like, <laughs> the, "Like the girls in gowns." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that." He's like. Well, I, I didn't. I don't want to step on any toes or interfere. I just wanted to, and I'm like, man, like if you want to handle it. So he stepped in, like so half the visual thing on the stage. Like, is that's, just that, that's, is the fashion that's my collective. man Ed. Yeah, Ed, Ed is a lifesaver, and and so all the all the the, the young ladies who come down. Uh, well, now we have gentlemen too coming down and you know wearing the the cool tux. Um, and, and whatnot, but but all the all the models that come down, they they um, they come down and there are presenter guides and they're wearing uh, clothes that are designed and made by area fashion designers. So they're all local, wow. Kentucky local fashion designers. Um, I, I kind of wish I'd have brought. So we're here in the studio and I don't have any paper and pencil in front of me, but yeah. fortunately I've recorded this because you've given me like 
eight ideas of people I want to talk to. I'm like, <laughs> I want to talk to the fashion collective guy. I want to talk yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 you know, Whit Whitaker at the at the at the lyric. Oh and, yeah. yeah. There's all sorts of amazing. The, people the lyric. There's a whole season of a, of of episodes just kind of tell the story of the lyric. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, so yeah, Ed Ed handled all that, and then we've got you know all manner of people come down. We've got a lot of a lot of the the area DJs, for example, Jay Alexander and and. Max Corona and Dater Dennis and, and 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 on and on and on. They they all all those guys come down and give their 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 time. And um, I think we had Kelly Gates one year and and MJ and just all all those wonderful guys and girls coming down and, and giving all their their time and effort and talents and and yeah you know, they really they really make the presentation of the show between. You know, Bill and Angie doing that, and our house band. We have different house band every year. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just been it's just been an, an amazing experience. It's it's been really really cool. Well, we're excited for 2021, and uh, we intend to be there for 2022. So we yeah, we're excited. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll have reached the level of media celebrity that we could actually participate, but we will at least be standing in the crowd enjoying the show. Well, so. you know, we've got press there. You guys kind of you know bring all this stuff down. Oh, we have a mobile up. rig. We got a mobile thing. Yeah, we there don't. This go, stuff man. doesn't yeah, travel. Yeah. We have a whole rig that travels. There so. you go. Bring it on down to Lyric and, and do and interview the artists on the spot. You know? Absolutely. And, yeah, so it's always a blast. We um, are excited. Have you already got your list together of all the nominees? No, they uh, just started we, voting. We just, oh, just started, started voting, voting today. Yeah, yeah phase one voting is available right. now. Where do yeah. they go, David? Where do they go to, to vote? Where can our listeners go to vote? Because this um, will be out in just a few days. So yeah, the, they they can go if they're on social media, for example. Um, if you if you look um, Lexington Music Awards up on uh, Instagram or on Twitter or on Facebook. Um, the links are all there in the you, socials, and we'll share those to our socials too, so they can sure. they can go look at ours. We'll share your page, and we'll share the links yeah. to those as well. And if you go to lexingtonmusicawards.org, there's a link um, on that. It goes to the the uh, the blog. Actually, we've got a, a blog spot. So lexington music lexingtonmusicawards.blogspot.com takes you to the actual blog where the where we update constantly. Uh, we're not but LexingtonMusicAwards.org will get you to that blog spot, We'll right? get you to that, yeah. Or you can go to the blog spot or all the social media, or you just Google Lexington Music Awards and it's bound to come up, or Lexington Music Awards ballot and it's going to come up. Or, right. Or if all else fails, just you know, yell at me. I'm easy. I'm easy to find. <laughs> so if if somebody wants to yell at you on social media, where can, are you? Are you available for yelling? Do you have a? Do you yeah, do the yeah, tweets yeah. and the yeah, Facebooks? Yeah, you, you can find me on on. Uh, I I I'm horrible on Twitter. I'm never I'm never uh, never really checking that. But I yeah, I, we're, I, we we too are a little bit too old man for Twitter. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I um we I, try I, though. I try to keep track on Facebook and on uh, Instagram, and then I've got uh, and then you can contact me th- me through um, Lexington Music Awards. Dot org. You can contact me through um, skinnydevil.net. Um, you can contact me through SDML Academy of Guitar, which is, is sdmlguitar.com. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of all over. You're just you all know. over the internet, David. You're everywhere. I'm all over everywhere, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to open up our website, and I'm going to find you there. So. I'm, <laughs> I'm easy to find. Yeah, if someone's, I can't reach that guy, then you're not trying. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it didn't take me long at all. So I'm looking forward to seeing the music list, and just for my own personal fun, of seeing who I've talked to on there. 
oh, you know, yeah, for our yeah, show. Yeah. Well, and you can always look at the past. Yeah, we're, the we're up to, too, uh, you know, and see. We're probably up to about 50 artists we've shared on this podcast just in season one, so I'm pretty excited about learning more. And it's yeah. been amazing what I've learned so far about Kentucky artists, so it's been really cool. Well, last year we had, and I pulled my list here so I wouldn't mess it up, but our, our Lifetime Achievement Awards last year were Lafayette High School Marching Band, um, Tony Briggs, mm-hmm. uh, Ed Commons. Ed runs uh, Red Barn Radio. For sure. Name, okay. Oh, yeah. Name. Uh, Ever, uh, Everett McCorvey, um, and he's he's with the opera department at UK. For okay, the, again for anybody who's who's unfamiliar with him, Tony was was um, was a, was a, Tony died actually right before the awards last year, right mm. before he actually got to to receive his his award, mm. which was was a big shame. But he was instrumental in the whole punk community from like the eighties on. Okay. So he he was he was a huge deal, um, and then our our other. Or other winners, but like for example, the Borough was the the best venue and Drum Center of Lexington uh, for best music store. Um, Sneak Attack was the best recording studio, and on and on with that. And then we had uh, Chelsea Nolan um, for female vocal, Josh Nolan actually for male vocal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Ferris was was the um, recipient of the the drummer. Um, Todd Strickland for um, best guitar player, which is now known as the Ben Lacey. Uh, award for guitar excellence because um, ben, ben had won it like five years in a row. Or whatever. Okay. So you just you can't <laughs> win it anymore, Ben. We're just going to call we'll just it. Name you. it after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and we also we we've got a couple other named awards like the TD Young, the, the best blues category. That's Is actually the TD now Young. the TD Young Award for blues excellence. Like yes, well, you would get it every year, TD. But we're just going to try to find <laughs> some other people who might be worthy too. Um, so uh, and then we had uh, "Life Is Good" by Ivy Rye was song of the year, and and uh, "Carry the Water" uh, by Mama Said String Band um, that was album of the year. Mojo Thunder was a critic's choice, and uh, uh, Divine Karama's "Believing in Forever" was our community. He's an um, interesting dude. He's an amazing. He's an interesting. We played some of his. I haven't music. got to meet him, but he's an interesting dude. He's yeah, we've been trying hard to get him. Hopefully, in season two, we'll be able to get him in here to talk to us. So we've been working real hard. <laughs> yeah, I got I got nothing bad to say about that guy at all. He's just he's an amazing guy, and whether you're looking at him as a musical artist or as a, a community activist or a philanthropist, just, a, just whatever, or, he's, or just a great guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's such a he's he's just such a a, a warm and caring not to mention incredibly talented and driven human being it's just he's he's his energy is infectious just just get around him you know just like i just need to be around you for five minutes you know all right i feel got to get charged yeah. up <laughs> i'm charged up ready, ready to run to through the wall yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he he's he's I, he, he's just an amazing guy i look forward to meeting him then mm-hmm. That'd yeah be cool. definitely so yeah holler at him and holler at td and 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 holler at <laughs> Holler at all those folks who won. Yeah, they're they're uh, or, no, or even just were not. I intend on it. I'll I'll reach yeah. out to people. All right. So David, thanks so much for joining us here on Bluegrass Homefront. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Absolutely.